0: Final hour with Travis. We got a good weekend lined up and uh Yeah, don't forget to support RBN if you can, if you're fortunate enough to be doing okay financially. Uh just remember there's RBN's got staff and rent and uh definitely need help support because I really feel RBN is one of the few stations out there that you're getting uh, real unbiased uh inf- information so some good hosts on rbn um anyways i just wanted to recap a couple things uh had some good uh good guests on the last four shows uh we had jeff with black pilled ham uh, my big takeaway from jeff was uh he was proving vaccinated people are emitting a bluetooth signal and it very well may be causing radiation poisoning in people. It's that plain and simple. No uh, nanobots needed. So uh, we're definitely going to ask Jeff back on in the future to, for more conversations because I really feel that, you, you you know, with some of these guests, with their expertise, even an hour and a half is not enough time to really draw out of them what they want to say. So, again, we'll be uh, asking uh Jeff from Black-Pilled Ham, No Bots Allowed on BitChute. And uh, we also had a guy named Jeff Calhoun from Tactical Civics on. And I believe Jeff, what he was really trying to convey is they have a plan to motivate a large, a smaller but large uh, percentage of the population base of conservative Christian types and apply a system for holding this rogue government in check. And I'll be inviting Jeff Calhoun back on for further discussions on that, because uh, I think one thing's for certain: there's uh, there is a belief in a lot of people's heart that the Constitution is there, and you know that that you know we could follow something along those lines and and have a legitimate working government that's actually you know fair and balanced for us, but. Um, and, and maybe that's what they're trying to play off of. Maybe they're trying to get the largest base possible, and they're trying to play off that emotion. And at this point, you know, we we got to realize that not everybody's going to think like us. But maybe the leadership has an understanding of some of the deeper aspects. And, anyways, we'll talk about that a little later, maybe. Um, so I thought I thought he was a really interesting character. I'll uh, reach out to him also, so he could finish up. Uh, kind of, I, I would like him to go into the more detailed aspects of how the grand juries work and what their plan is. So, uh, also we had, uh, Tom Rogers on Tom is, a pathologist by trade and, uh, has a lot of websites, a lot of knowledge. He's 83. He's been around the block and definitely inviting him back because his, I think his big takeaway is, he, uh, he wants to see people healthy and he wants to see people survive. And, um, you know, pass this knowledge down, and because we're going to need you know a lot of elders and generals out there that know what's really going on and 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 basically how to survive. You know, what some of our uh, forefathers have taught us that no, that knowledge has to be passed down. So he wants to see people healthy. So we'll get him back on at some point. And last, we had uh, uh, Mitchell Henderson, and Mitchell has really deep geopolitical background, he's been around the world doing a lot of crazy stuff and he was kind of telling it, telling it how it is with, with what he's seen and I wouldn't mind uh, asking him some questions about what's going on in the Middle East right now because of course that's blowing up again so anyways um, there was, I caught this uh, really awesome monologue on, on the Robert Rayvolt show who does by the way does a really excellent show Uh, he's on Sunday nights on RBN and I caught this and I guess it it aired on rents and I don't have the original copy. We're just playing it from Robert's show. So you can either catch it, you know, in the family or you go out and find it on rents, but, uh, it's pretty epic. And I really think you guys should hear it. Um, you know, I was going to try to like summarize it, but I, I just, I just, I don't think I can do this justice and it's, it's all, it's a really epic rant. I really think we should all hear it. Um, this thing needs to go viral, this should go to all our normie friends who just can't quite get over that hill. Um, so we're also, you know, we're going to play it at 1.5 speed. It doesn't sound that bad, but we just speed it up just a hair, because it's pretty long. So I think it's worth it. I think you guys will enjoy it, and then I'll come back, take a commercial once it's over. And I'll come back and add just a little bit of commentary, and we'll go to calls. So anyways, Mike, if you got that queued up, Go ahead and play it and listen in. I think you guys will enjoy it. Mr. Producer, clip one. Whenever you get that ready, um,
1: let's go ahead and play that while we've got time.
2: You're about to see and hear a special and urgent program on the consequences of open borders on the remnant and fast disappearing white majority of America. The United States of America is under attack and the Biden regime is actively aiding the attackers. This is an urgent and existential crisis. How, why, and when did America's borders collapse and who is behind it? The federal government has an obligation to the people of the United States to protect its borders and to protect the people from invasion, occupation, and the replacement of the American people. This is not happening. It is an act of war against America by invaders. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution guarantees that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion. Article 1, Section Section 10, Clause 3 acknowledges the states have a sovereign right to protect their borders. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to the states the right of self-defense to stop the invaders. The Biden administration has said Israel has a right to self-defense because Israel's borders were violated and invaded. Indeed, America has rushed to defend Israel's borders. Yet the Biden regime says that Texas has no right to self-defense and Texas must allow the invasion and even work for the invaders. To almost all federal lawmakers, politicians, bureaucrats, hold that Israel has a right to exist and self-defense on stolen land, but America doesn't. Israel has has a right to build walls, but America doesn't. Whose interests do America's open borders serve? Israel has a right to defend itself. Israel has the right, indeed the obligation, to defend itself is the government of America serving the people of America or someone else who has captured the American government in this commentary we make the case it's the latter America has a captured treasonous Zionist government the American government whether in the hands of Democrats or Republicans serves Jewish interests in Israel how do we know this for certain because all presidents of the last 76 years since Israel was founded including Trump and Biden hold that Israel has a right to self-defense yet American states no longer have that right despite the constitution clearly giving them that right the federal government has broken the constitutional compact between the United States and the states it was this that caused the civil war and cost 750,000 Americans lives the american civil war was about states rights and not about slavery get that in your head we have to ask is america on the verge of another civil war this time over open borders and population replacement the executive branch of the united states has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states including immigration laws passed by the congress president biden has refused to uphold and enforce those laws it can be argued he's gone out of his way to treasonally violate them the consequences has been a never-ending flood of immigrants which he promised would happen in 2017 he has delivered we'll shortly show you him saying so The Biden regime has not been actively prosecuting illegal invaders for the federal crime of illegal entry. He has instead directed federal lawyers to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border in self-defense. President Biden has instructed federal agencies not to enforce federal statutes. These are laws that allow the detention of illegal immigrants. By not doing so, some six million invaders have entered the United States between 2021 and the beginning of 2024. This is greater than the population of 33 American states. Do you understand the gravity of the situation? You must know that absolutely nothing is known about these people, including some estimated 50,000 communist Chinese nationals who have recently entered America. While President Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken are apoplectic about Hamas crossing into Israel, they have no such concerns about Chinese crossing into the American homeland and are working against state governors seeking to protect America when the Biden regime will not. Yet the January 6th patriots were said to have invaded the Capitol building in the worst invasion since Federation. Yet the illegal invading across open borders are of no interest. Give us a break. Can you see what's going on? The America government has gone rogue against the American people. The open borders and working against the states is treason by Biden and the dual national Jew, Anthony Blinken. Both must immediately be indicted and every Jew in the Biden regime must be removed as there is a program to collapse America from the inside by internationalist globalists who seek world government of which the american constitution stands in its way we identify the culprits in this commentary now enjoy the program the invaders are now breaking into america by land and sea this is another group of invaders coming ashore at la jolla they're being lured to america they know the borders are wide open they're told great largesse awaits them are they to blame for national break and enter or is it the traitors and criminals who have planned financed, orchestrated and facilitated the invasion so who is behind your replacement and extermination in the land your ancestors built defended and bequeathed to you as your legacy who is doing this to america wait a moment and we'll tell you If you speak up to what's happening, you're now called a white supremacist. If you point out we're being invaded to be replaced, you're deemed a domestic terrorist if you state the obvious that this is white replacement and the democide of Caucasians. The Jewish Anti-Defamation League attack dog calls you anti-Semitic. If you point out we have a Jewish and Zionist occupied government that is behind the invasion and destruction of the majority white formerly Christian race which built America. Some 85% of senior cabinet and government administrative positions are occupied by Jews who are less than 2% of America's population. They're way overrepresented. That's explained by nepotism for which Jews are notorious to create power cliques. They own 96% of the mainstream media Media. They dominate Wall Street, Big Tech, Hollywood, and own or control all the major corporations that count. The American Congress has been bought, bribed, and blackmailed. The Jew Jeffrey Epstein was just one of Israel's blackmailers working for Israel's security agency Mossad. That's not a secret anymore. The Jewish Israel lobby controls Congress. Nobody stays elected or they confront Jewish power, their money and influence peddling. If you've never heard of the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, look them up. They illegally operate inside the United States as a lobby for Israel in open contravention of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. But regulators and politicians are so captured that they refuse to rein in IPAC. Even the nation's richest man, Elon Musk, was forced to go to Israel and Auschwitz to Show his subservience to the Jews when he criticized them and agreed white replacement is real. They even openly tell us we're to be exterminated or replaced if you listen carefully. Just watch the ads on TV. You'd think whites are a minority and white men are buffoons. It's Jewish-owned and controlled media. Even the president confirms your replacement fate and the traitors deny it when you point it out. They call you a supremacist for repeating their own boasts. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Non-stop. non Folks like me who are Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. America has been taken over. It's been captured for Jewish interests and Israel. White people are a threat to Jewish interests and their supremacy. They have taken over the key levers of power. The same is happening in Europe. They even have the temerity to promise the white race won't survive if they resist their replacement, miscegenation and extermination fate as a homogeneous peoples. Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural. And I think we're going to be part of the throes of that of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be the monolithic uh, um, societies that they once were in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that. It's a huge transformation for Europe to make. They are now going into a multicultural mode, and Jews will be resented because of our leading role. But without that leading role and without that transformation, Europe will not survive. This replacement also goes for the 13.6% of black people who constitute the current American population. There is no love for black Americans by Hispanic, Chinese, and African invaders. We want to make it emphatically clear that wanting a homogeneous nation with unifying values and culture doesn't mean hating other peoples and cultures. We want to make that absolutely clear. Nobody should hate other people in their own nations, even if their government is rogue as in Israel. All people have equal value in their own homelands, where they belong amongst their own people, history, and culture. If they have issues with tyranny, totalitarianism, corruption, or poverty, then stay home and fix your nation. Just as the American colonists did with the British, freedom is not free. Sneaking into other people's nations to freeload off their hard-won freedom is spineless diversity also doesn't mean interracial coexistence within the living space of a homogeneous people and not the melting pot which by the way was a play written by the jew israel Zangwill to deracinate america which eventually came to pass with the 1965 immigration and nationality act sponsored by the jew congressman emmanuel seller who agitated to eliminate the national origin quotas as a basis for immigration restrictions it was to usher in the end of white christian america The White America policy of the Johnson-Reed Immigration Act of 1924 was killed by seller that's created the racial atomization America is now experiencing and is going to tear the nation apart. So much so that white men don't even want to join the military who openly hates them and holds them down, instead favoring diversity, equity, and inclusion candidates. Go figure. White men are now a security threat in their own homeland. Diversity means diversity of nations that comprise the whole of humanity. We're being reframed by the dishonest use of language by globalists. We must ask, who are the internationalist globalists? The great industrialist Henry Ford accurately identified them as the eternally wandering Jews who temporarily live amongst the nations as unassimilated interlopers until they're inevitably booted out for their mischief, menace, and fomenting division. It's happened 1,030 times in 109 city-states, kingdoms, and nations from 1200 B.C. to the present. The Jews know this, so they seek to dilute, displace, and divide their hosts to attain Jewish security, supremacy, and their own interests. Diversity means diversity of nations that comprise the whole of humanity. We're being reframed by the dishonest use of language by globalists. We must ask, who are the internationalist globalists? The great industrialist Henry Ford accurately identified them as the eternally wandering Jews who temporarily live amongst the nations as unassimilated interlopers until they're inevitably booted out for their mischief, menace, and fomenting division. It's happened 1,030 times in 109 city-states, kingdoms, and nations from 1200 B.C. to the present. The Jews know this, so they seek to dilute, displace, and divide their hosts to attain Jewish security, supremacy, and their own interests. We must wake up in America. Never in history has a group of people so cooperated and acquiesced with their own destruction. Every other people's has responded by expelling the Jews when they've proved a domestic threat, but America has stood down. It will result in the end of America as we've known it. The first step to mounting a defense is to recognize there is an enemy at the gates. Who is the enemy and what do they want? You now know they want you and your family gone or at least your power to defend yourself. Gone. It's not hapless opportunist invaders who are the real problem. We can ultimately frog march the illegals to the border and deport them, but it's the unseen traitors who cause the problem, who remain hidden to perpetuate mischief unless we identify them, name them, and strip them permanently of all power, as many societies have repeatedly done to the Jewish menace. The La Jolla invaders are the effect and not the cause of the problem. It's those who facilitate them that are the problem, and they're deeply embedded inside America and have taken total control. Criticize them, and they'll deplatform you, debank you, and even humiliatingly make you go to Auschwitz to weep for their Holocaust canard, as they did with Elon Musk, who is beholden to them for his finance, debt, and the corporate chokehold they have over him wake up wake up wake up before it's too late
1: uh you can stop that there and so you know twice three I, i've listened to that probably about four or five times now and it's pretty good it, but does it give you let's say you're looking at a algebra equa- equation it does it give you everything no but it gives you most of it um michael yan you know the big Combat correspondent, the guy that's always in Panama at this Darien Gap area, he put up he put a tweet out yesterday. And it says the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society (HIAS) is actually helping these invaders into the United States. I made this video many more in Darien Gap, Panama. It's a bunch of these guys on these these boats going going you know up the rivers here and so forth. Ben Shapiro at Daily Wire.
0: Alright, sorry guys, I have my microphone muted and Mike stepped out for a minute. Sorry about that. Uh anyways, I thought that was pretty epic. Sorry if you couldn't handle that one point five, but I just wanted to get through it and add to it a little bit. Um I you know we got a break coming up sooner or later. But um you know, I have some talking points and thoughts on that. I just thought it was pretty epic. You know, a lot of people need to hear that, obviously. Um I mean a lot of us know exactly what time of day it what it is and We know all that, but it was just a great monologue, I thought. So, uh, anyways, one of my listeners and friends uh, brought it to my attention that the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant, which is the largest producer of small arms ammunition in the U.S., is being targeted for shutdown by Democratic attorney generals to purportedly prevent mass shootings. So, what convenient timing that they want to shut down one of the largest small arms Manufacturing plants in the US, not to mention uh, at least five, 700 jobs, or who knows, you know. Um, convenient timing, huh? Considering uh, we've got all these uh, infiltrators coming over. And then, of course, uh, you know, they've been talking about this for a long time, and I'm not going to belabor the point, but Biden and, and crew are going to try to ban private gun sales via requiring background checks. And they floated the idea, and also been floating the idea. That gun owners may soon be required to get liability insurance, and in one state, Maryland, it's three hundred thousand dollars in liability insurance. So, another reason not to uh, tell the state anything. Um, you can look this up. Uh, there's also there's a something called Preventing the Private Military Act of 2024. So, basically, anybody that, you know, might do some, like, I don't know, like mapping and, you know, like, a, you know, any 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 type of tactical training or, um, you know, they could even, like, if you're doing geocaching, they could probably classify you as a, a private military act. But, anyway, so that's preventing the private military act of 2024. So, basically, they're going to criminalize us uh, training and preparing for... I mean, pretty much what's on the writing on the wall, and you know, anyways, just some thoughts. You know, look at the wealth transfer to the point oh one percent in the last twenty, thirty years. Let alone the post COVID time, it's pretty obscene in my opinion. Uh, you know, they're ramping up this, you know, digital currency, the CBDC. You know, it's elimination of all privacy. Um, they want to be in everybody's business at every time of the day. So, that's what's in store for us if uh, we don't get our act together. Um, We have pretty much uh, a really very selective justice system. Recently, an Israeli diplomat's son claimed diplomatic uh, immunity after intentionally running over a cop in Florida. And curiously, Ron DeSantis has been silent on this issue. This just happened a couple days ago. Hope you can detect my sarcasm there. (laughs) Why Ron... Ronnie Boy is silent on this issue. Uh, Also, a friend told me about an incident a couple months ago where three teens of Guess the Race were murdered by three other teens of Guess the Race in a cold-blooded execution style, yet the story only gets local coverage. And if the races were swapped around... Um, that would be all over national news and, you know, they would make a big story out of it, but, you know, somehow that's, you know, not reported properly and, you know, we all know the reasons, but, and finally, you know, the hypocritical U.S. juggernaut has hundreds of thousands of U.S. troops around the world and 90% of which are probably uninvited troops and we're mad about three soldiers dying and not to, not to poo poo any deaths if they're real. But you know we're we're really mad about three soldiers dying, and out um, when we have senior citizen vets, veterans that are, you know, pretty much murdered or outright, you know, killed, and this medical mafia system we have. Um, it's pretty hypocritical, in my opinion. You know, so you got this border I- infiltration here in the U.S., but Israel has fuel. Impunity to protect and soon expand at US expense of course, its borders. While well, it conducts ethnic cleansing and genocide on the real Semitic people. So can you say Houston, we have a problem? Anyways, I wanna there's one more thing I wanted to read real quick. And we got our first caller here. Yeah, it's gonna open up the lines anyways, my voice is a little crackly. Um one other thing. Give me a second. I want to find this real quick. Just, just uh, in case anybody doubts that they, you know, think that they fully own us. It's so Executive Order Number thirteen o three seven. UCC filings that humans are capital. And I'm just going to cut to the chase. I'm not going to read a bunch of this. But the appropriate appropriate definition of capital for federal budgeting, including use of capital for the federal government itself or the economy at large ownership by the federal government or some other entity defense and non-defense capital, physical capital, intangible or human capital distinctions among investments in and for current future retired workers, distinct just be due capital. Anyways, it's in the UCC code that humans are capital. So that should pretty much tell you where we're at and what the score is. Um, this government's really never cared about us, and here we are. Um, let's see what Ray's got to say. Ray, are you here?
3: Hey, Travis.
0: Hey, yeah, how hi. you doing, Ray? Welcome.
3: I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for calling in. Sure. So uh, the recording that, that I just heard, it went by pretty fast. It was certainly packed full of good information. Who was that again?
0: Um, it's, it's on, um, uh, Robert Ray show on RBN, but it, it originally aired somewhere on rents and I'll try to find the original copy and link it in the show description, but it, yeah, it originally that's... aired on rents and I'm not sure who did it, but I just, you know, I listened to it three times and I probably I... should have played it at normal speed. Apologize about that. But
3: yeah, it wasn't as long as, uh, as, uh, as maybe, I mean, it was just 10 minutes at at uh, one and a half speed, so definitely seems like it'd be worth worth it to listen to it at uh, at regular speed. But uh, anyway, yeah, the the invasion of the of our country is what's at the top of mind right now. Right, and I don't know if you you had a chance to see it, but um, do you know do you know this guy Brett Weinstein? Have you heard of him?
0: Um, I think the name sounds familiar.
3: All right. So he's 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 a, a Jew who's actually intellectually honest and has done a great job of exposing the whole COVID uh, crime. We'll just put it that way. And he was on uh, Tucker two or three weeks ago. But just last night, he was on Tucker talking about the invasion of our country. And... The reason he was what had has any information about it is because Michael Yon, who was mentioned in that last little video you had, kept sending him information about what's happening at the border. So he finally went down to the Darien Gap uh, a week or so ago and got some information. So. It's coming out to the public in a massive way on Tucker. As of just last night, I, I watched uh, the video a couple hours ago of Tucker uh, interviewing Weinstein. So, uh, so it's good. Finally, the public is getting really good information about what's happening on the uh, on the border, and that it is actually an invasion.
0: Right. I, I just wonder why it's taken so long for the public to realize what's going on because uh you know they should be pretty bad about what's happening and you know again it's kind of kind of bizarre that here we are you know, and just now people are starting to realize, oh we got a problem,
3: <laughs> yeah, are they just now realizing it or is it this is this a situation where you know the same people who have been aware of what was going on with covid? aware of what was going on with 9-11, you know, aware of the JFK. I mean, it's always the same conspiracy theorists who are on top of it, and then eventually the public catches up to it. So I kind of, you know, with Brett Weinstein, I saw him, you know, he's a leftist. He's a Jew, right? This is a Jewish intellectual uh, and academic. He was, you know, far left, and... The only reason that he woke up is because he was uh, attacked by a bunch of black people at the at the college where he was teaching, and that was his. He, you know, that was how he got sort of on the radar uh, because he was attacked by the left, and then he he was intellectually honest enough to say, "Oh, okay, so there's something really going on here." and i remember <laughs> remember during the whole covid madness that you know he was he was great he was he did a good job i you know i got credit i got to give him credit because he would have on all the right people who are talking about medically and scientifically what the reality is about the covid injection and I remember that I just kept going on to his YouTube channel and leaving comments. It's like, well, glad you figured it out, bro. <laughs> you know? It took you a few years to get honest about what's going on. But, um, but that's the world we're living in right now. The people on the left who are intellectually honest enough to look at the information are finally catching up with those of us on the right who saw it coming years ago. So there is a realignment that's taking place right. between the left but, and the right, and that's well, great. That's really good.
0: Right. So what well, I'm a little about concerned that. about is just the ability of the uh, team darkness to really uh, have a handle on the human emotions and, and mindset. And, and I'm, I'm just really wondering if this whole um, – Texas thing, you know, while it, it's good in principle that, you know, of, of course what he's doing is good. It's about time. He only had a couple of years to figure this out. But, you know, there's still the fact that Abbott, you know, pretty much would not condemn the uh, WEF in a public interview.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, and he's, I, just, I just,
0: he's just an agent, you know. So I just wonder if they're trying to balkanize the U.S. and draw us into some sort of confrontation. So that they can, you know, declare, you know, martial law and you know start rounding us up or whatever, you know. I just wonder what the play is. Even though in principle it's right. No,
3: I, I I kinda always come back to that it's really about money. Hey, about, Raya, about- hold on
0: a sec. We gotta we gotta break. Hang tight. I want you to stay okay. stick around.
3: Okay. All right, okay. hang tight.
1: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
4: Attention freedom-loving patriots, are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty. Whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen, these courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our Founding Fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom. Our founding generation envisioned Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com.
5: My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with
6: ExtendoVite. He plays with Leo, Sasha plays with Brit, Adolf builds a bonfire, Enrico plays with it.
4: With little tunes we hide in the dunes by the seaside. Welcome
0: back, welcome back. Yeah, I know, some of you probably personally me, music's all jeweled and... <laughs> that's something I haven't talked about as a music industry, and we, I'll get to that sooner or later. But of course, it's all you know, chosen, I owned. And, um, yeah, that's
3: right. That's why you that's see right. all
0: the you know dark occult stuff and just just garbage, you know, complete garbage. And
3: oh, it's just garbage. Uh, Alex Jones actually covered that this this week uh, of, about the uh, music industry. But hey, so let me let me say something about um, Governor Abbott. So about three weeks ago on Brighton, you know uh, Mike Adams, the health ranger, you
0: know mm-hmm. who that
3: dude is. Yep. Yeah. So he had he had somebody on who basically outed uh, uh, Governor Abbott as really being part of an organization where it's just, it's just all about money, right? Right. It's it's so so basically. The people who are involved in transporting these, these illegals all across the country get $5,000 for every person they transport. So it's just a massive transfer of wealth, and Governor Abbott is part of it. So whatever he's doing now... You know, this is just something that he felt forced to do politically or it's just part of the game that they're playing. I, I just don't buy it. I just don't right. buy it. Right. I'm glad it happened because, you know, anything that they do, everything ha- is a double-edged sword at this point, right? That's, right? that's the reality of the situation that the globalists find themselves in. They They are deceitful people, so they have to keep doing deceitful games. But at this point, they're so exposed that every act of deceit has uh, some positive effect for them, but also it helps to lose them support that they actually require. So, anyway.
0: Yeah, I agree. No, I I totally agree. It's, uh, I don't know, I'm just skeptical of it course, this is what we need to do, but you know, again, they're 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 driving the cart, you know. So that's what that's what control uh, scares me. You know, as Lenin famously said, uh, "What better way to lead the opposition uh, or control it than to lead it ourselves?"
3: And to lead it, right? Yeah, that's right. That's
0: right. And, you know, I mean, no. J Six was full full of fedophiles you know, leading the charge, and a bunch of innocent people that were pretty gullible got sucked up into it, and you know, look at them; they're rotten in prison, and you know, like, there's nobody standing up for them, which is unfortunate. You know, well, the whole nature they're, they're community just like abandoned them, and it, as with Trump did.
3: Yeah, there, there definitely are some people standing up for them, but, but uh, they're not. You know, you're not going to hear about them on the mainstream. That was painful. That was so right. painful. The Afghanistan thing was painful. The invasion of the border, for me, for me personally, it right. just, it was, all these, th- those three things were so painful in these last couple of years, you know, the, the invasion and the J6 thing. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, I know. It is. But, it
0: is painful. That's why I'm bringing is. it up, because, I mean, you know, at some point, like, we're going to have to realize that the language has been weaponized against us and, and we're going to need to learn to tackle this stuff and deal with it and educate people and get people to participate in a productive way. But,
3: Well, you know, I, you know so here's the real reason I called was because, you know, you had Jeff Calhoun on uh, a couple weeks ago and, you know, from Tactical Civics. And that's uh, that's where I've landed. I've landed at the place where I think tactical civics is the only thing that we have that can save us. Not to say that there aren't good people working at all of these other fronts of the war and that they're doing a great job. But the the reality is if we don't, this is not a political problem. It's a criminal problem. What we have is, what we're dealing with is organized crime. Right. And that's what we have. We have to, you know, recalibrate and see it that way and then take up the task of actually prosecuting these criminals. And I came across tactical civics, I, I guess, like four or five months ago, six months ago maybe, I saw somebody put a little little comment on a, on a video on either Rumble or BitChute. and I saw after the second time I saw it, I checked it out, and you know, I've been a member for a few months. I'm still slow to get in because that's just how we we humans are wired, right? We're we're doing whatever we're doing, and it takes a while to recalibrate and to go a different direction. But honestly, I'm convinced that Tactical Civics is the most important thing that we can do. And even though over time it'll be a slower uh, fix, it's actually the fix because you can't fix politics by voting anymore. We see that the voting box is not where we get any solutions because it's too corrupt, Right. right? So the only, the only thing that we can do is prosecute the criminals And, of course, that's easier to do at the local level. And so, uh, you know, tactical civics is the only thing that I've come across. Look, I started on this journey in 2007. So I've been at it for a while. And I've listened to lots of different solutions. But this is the only one that really appears to have the potential for there to be a long-term solution. You know, not, not just a short-term solution, but a long-term solution. Because right. it's really about decentralizing uh, uh, the law enforcement, right? In other words, we finally become the law enforcement arm of our, of our country the way that it was intended to be. Right. And we prosecute these... These politicians and these, look, okay, and not just politicians, but whatever other criminality might be happening in your local community. But that's, you know, that's where we have to. That's the only way. I mean, well, I did have another listener.
0: Uh, he perked up when he heard the uh, they were utilizing the grand juries, common law grand juries, and uh, you know he's been through the ringer and trying to get them to convene a grand jury. But and of course, you know they're going to fight fight us every step of the way. But I'm sure with you know dozens and dozens of you know people and pressure, and you keep trying it, eventually it might start working. You know, especially if this thing gets bigger.
3: Exactly, that's exactly what it is. I mean, everything happens incrementally, right? I mean, the the criminals who who have control of our world did it incrementally. They didn't do it overnight. It took a long time, right? So it's going to take a while for us to get it back. But, you know, there's a guy, I sent you over a link. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it. But um, on Tuesday, there was an 18-hour marathon, which is sort of the coming-out party for tactical civics. And it was aired on um, Pete Santilli's show. I don't know. Pete Santilli, there were three people who, who were involved. Pete Santilli... And Vandersteel, and another guy—I um, forgot his name—Scott uh, McKay, I think that's his name. Scott, I think it's Scott McKay. And on Rumble, he's he's called uh, Patriot Street Fighter. So these are like three MAGA influencers with big audiences. And I think it was about a year ago that the founder of Tactical uh, Civics. Came on to uh, um, the Patriot Street Fighter show and kind of introduced himself. And that just led to their having this 18-hour marathon on Tuesday. And writer, um, I think I sent you the link, so maybe you can share it with everybody. But yeah, I have in the link description. Right yes. on. Right I'll on, drop all right. that. Yeah. That's great. So at, at three hours and three minutes, there is an interview by um, Ann Vandersteel, who, by the way, was just down at the Darien Gap with uh, Michael Yon last week. So it's very interesting to see this all of these different people connect with each other. So Ann Vandersteel is like super right-wing Christian, uh, very MAGA, very pro-Trump woman, and she's, she's meeting up with uh, Brett Weinstein, who is like this progressive Jewish liberal, and he's talking about the work she's doing. So it's an interesting realignment that's taking place. But, uh, but anyway, um, so there's this guy named Mark. Let me see if I got his name right.
0: Well, I mean, I I kind of see what what tactical civics is doing. They're trying to get exposure. They're trying to get a base. And I agree with that, you know, but, you know, at the end of the day, I was, I tuned into parts of that and, man, I'll tell you, I wasn't impressed with, you know, some of the, I mean, of course, you know, it was was news. It was, some of it was valid information, but I'm going, geez, this is like q tard stuff all over. However, yeah. I, see, I see the advantage of some, the organization, like Tactical Civics, trying to get the exposure to get some of these people on board, because a lot of these people are well-meaning, even though they might not quite get what they're up against, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, I see the benefit of what they're doing, and I think, I think the leadership does have a clue on the the depth of the problem of what we're facing because they don't want any government. let's
3: let's start here. So let's talk about David Zaniga. okay, so he's the guy that started tactical civics. This dude is uh, uh, he's in his 70s now. He was a um, uh, uh, architectural engineer, twenty eight year uh, uh, career in that area, but he's just one of these renaissance guys. It's really, uh, alive and got a lot going on. Scuba diving started a farm pilot, uh, uh, hardcore Christian created two different, uh, K through 12 Christian schools created all of their curriculum, and, and academic. So this is not just a guy who sits around in an ivory tire and thinks a lot, but he also goes out into the world and actually creates a lot of stuff, right? So the story is that uh, as soon as 9-11 happened, he knew something was wrong. He, he just, you know, he had enough discernment to realize that we were all being lied to. And in 2006, what he did was he spent 14 out of 14 months in monastic prayer, right? And his prayer was, "God, what can I do for my country because everything's falling apart? What, is, what the hell is going on here?" And uh, apparently, there were, he he brought there was 110 books involved in this fourteen month prayer that he did, and it these were books i think i don 't know i don 't have the list of the books, but i 'm gathering from what i 've read that these are books about what was really intended for America and the populist constitutional uh, government that we were supposed to have and um, and he figured out. So he was expecting to learn that that we had a political problem, but really what he found out is that we have a criminal problem, right? So this is one of the things I love about this organization is that they're just very clear that uh, D.C. is is organized crime, that the entire problem that we have is organized crime, and that we just have to put criminals... uh, uh, behind bars, right? They're they're really clear about it. Well, yeah,
0: there's no doubt about it. They've been getting away with this for a long time, and you know, it's all about enriching their friends. It's a good old boys club, and you know, we're not invited to the table. And they throw the scraps down, and you know, in the in the process, they're actually killing people off now. So,
3: well, I mean, it's it's. I, I've kind of come to the to the position. I'm I, I'm almost I'm not a Christian. Never have been a Christian. Uh, I've been a spiritual person since I was 17, and I'm an old girl now, right? But I was never a Christian. Uh, But since I became a right-winger, which happened in 2007, I've always appreciated Christians. Thank God I never got that bugaboo that so many people have where they literally hate Christians. That The the Jewish-controlled media has really gotten people... To, be, to actually attack Christians, like, right. that I, I just I don't really have any patience for those people, to be honest. But uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I.
0: Well, well, think about it this way. way I, I think you were self, the one that I said this, or or somebody. Uh, you know, would you not want to live in a Christian country? Like, <laughs> what are the options? Right. You know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I mean, want to, at I, the I end of the day, appreciate. like uh,
0: you probably don't want to live in a Muslim country or a Chinese country, or you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of what I, 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 the thought I had. So I've really come to the conclusion that what's really going on in America is an attack upon Christians, and so right. you know, uh, even even for whites who don't think of themselves as Christians are our enemies still think that we are from their point of view we're Christians, and they attack mm-hmm. us all on that same basis right and of course they're happy when half the world becomes secular and has no moral compass anymore of course they love that right but it really stems right. from this attack upon uh, any sort of christian civilization right and
0: Hold on. I think we got a break here real quick. We'll be right back, folks. Uh, we got Ray, my friend here from uh Tennessee. We'll be right back. We've
6: been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your
2: dues.
4: visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10 that's R-E-P-U-B-1-0
7: That's 818 965 9113.
5: Drinksupertea.com. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our Easy 4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too.
3: EaseOff, LLC, 417
7: 932 6419.
5: Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around a bend. Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns, but I shot a man in Reno, just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing,
0: I hang my head and cry. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back. got cash. Back in the day when uh, prisons weren't run for profit.
3: I don't uh, know about that I think it's been going on yeah, for a yeah I'm sure while,
0: they always were uh, yeah, the uh, lines are open if anybody wants to call in you guys probably got the number uh, anybody else wants to join the conversation got any questions for Ray a um, couple quick announcements I forgot to mention earlier final hour chat all lowercase.chat tango.com c-h-a-t-a-n-g-o I will link it on the website um, description so that way you guys can get to the right site so it's final hour chat uh, chat tango.com and my new email is fhhost at protonmail.com just all over final hour host fhhost at protonmail.com all right ray sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i just wanted to get that out and open up the lines if anybody else wants to jump in and add to this conversation where are we at i'm sorry
3: uh, I think I was at a place where I was just talking about David Zuniga. I, I don't know if it's Zuniga or, or Zuniga. I've heard it pronounced both ways. But anyway, if you go on Rumble and you just uh, type in his name, you're going to come up with a few interviews, and and he's going to, you know, give you the the basics on on uh, what tactical civics is. But to me, it was important to find out who he was, right? Because I, look, I've been involved in. In politics and trying to find solutions for, like I say, since two thousand and seven, and the difference that I found with Tactical Civics is that you've really got some people who are already really pretty successful in life, right? These were, these were not, you know, I look, I come from the working class. <laughs> My dad was a truck driver, you know. I, we. We need people who have already been successful in life, already have some money, already have uh, academic success. Those are the people who we need to lead us. And this is a, these are our wise elders. That's what I see with Catholic civics. So, you know, anyway, he was successful in life and all the different things that he's already tried. And then he went into monastic prayer to ask about... What can we do to save our country? And really, Tactical Civics, the concept of it started in 2006, but it's only been since 2022 that it's really been brought out to the public. So they did their homework. They really got organized and clear about what was necessary to take back the country. And they did all of the work, all the research and development. I think the numbers are 44 volunteers spent 80,000 hours in research and development to figure out exactly how we can get our country back right. using the Constitution.
0: Right. Hang tight a minute. we got a quick commercial break. you will be right back. Right. I want to expand on that. Sure,
3: please.
5: i